0: focus focus up i'm talking to you gail out in southern california keep up the good fight keep traveling and get debsters out there with you welcome to episode 31 of the rubio method my name is chris rubio along with lord nicholas monahan we have a great great show for you today on today's show we're going to be talking about connect for our pet peeves of our wives remembering names. Monahan and I giving birth, the movie Tombstone, being my roommate, the Miracle League of Frisco, the NFL and concussions, and starting over. All of that and much, much more on the 31st episode of The Rubio Method. Christian, I'm out. Focus. Focus up. I'm talking to you, winter gym, keep up the good fight and it's almost summertime. So summertime gym is coming Monahan. You are looking fantastic today. What is going on with you?
1: Let's go. I appreciate that a lot, man. Not too much. We're humming along and
0: getting excited for the show. I'm just going to give you a little bit of a heads up. That was me coming out positive because I'm going to come right back around with a negative sooner than later, but we'll let you get with your little moment here with your minute to Monaghan, minute of minute with Monaghan, my God. (laughs)
1: No problem. Let's dive in. Guys, fellas, you know what we absolutely suck at is connecting with our friends. I don't know about you, but me and I feel like a bunch of other guys that I know, we're terrible at picking up the phone and connecting, but there's a positive endorphins and you feel good after you connect with old friends. Uh, which is great for today's episode. Now that I even think about it, um, but today we're going to talk about four ways to stay connected um, with your old friends, guys. These ways are not. This is nothing new. You're going to laugh at the end of them because it's all ways you connect. But this is more of a reminder to connect with your old friends. Pick up the phone and talk to your talk to your boys, talk to your family, um, and 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 really make that connection back together so number one is pick up the phone like i said call somebody Uh, Every time I drive, I try and call somebody, uh, whether it be my brother, my family, uh, you know, friends, pick up the phone and call someone, make that your daily habit. I guarantee you'll feel really good. Um, Next, I personally hate it, but social media, um, go ahead and connect with people on social media. I mean, there's a lot of terrible things about social media, but one of the positives is that we get to stay in touch with others' lives and get to see each other's families growing up and all these different, uh, you know, life achievements. Um, even if we may not be in the same city or the same kind of uh, s- uh, season of life as each other. The last, or the other two is text someone, text or email. That's a super easy one. Hey, my big thing is if I ever think about somebody, I try and text them right away and say, hey, think about you or, uh, hey, remember this this funny situation, just a quick one hit and, and, and it feels good. And it allows people to let them know that you love and care about them. And I guarantee you'll feel good with, about yourself afterwards as well. And the last one is uh, schedule a visit. Get out there, schedule a visit. Uh, you know, find something you guys have in common. My brother and I like to golf, so we're actually going to golf in Arizona this weekend. Um, so find time to visit with each other because that is huge and super important. That is my minute with Monahan.
0: Monahan, can, can you taste the irony <laughs> <laughs> it, right now? It's is the word palatable? <laughs> of, of how ironic this segment is. You can cut it with a knife because, and here's the reason why people that are watching on Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, YouTube, and of course the NGBN.TV network. I, I always contact Monahan as I'm writing up the episode, Hey, what's going to be your minute with Monahan? And he sends over four ways to stay connected with friends. So I immediately fired back. Hey man, did I really find out last episode that you moved to Minnesota (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, about ahead let's let's review these First of all, <laughs> that would have worked yeah i got a so, uh, cell service social media i'm all over it daddy uh text or email yeah it works too and <laughs> then uh schedule a visit i don't know maybe we could do that maybe we could go back to the what was that the milwaukee harley davidson <laughs> museum I'm getting torched. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Monahan, <laughs> you get what you deserve, Daddy. Those were great <laughs> with Monahan things, but you need to study of yourself, my man. Tell Casey, <laughs> I'm all over it now. All right, do we have some email questions that someone sent into the Rubio at therubiomethod.com? I gotta tighten it up, my baby. This is bad. <laughs> yes, we've got some questions.
1: Suzanne from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> the translation of San Diego has been lost over many years, but uh, to me, the question is, to be fair to you guys, last episode, someone asked if your wife's pet peeves of you. So what are your pet peeves of your wives? Um, the correct answer is none. My wife has no pet peeves. The real answer <laughs> is, dude, I don't know, Rubio. This is my biggest pet peeve. Casey, I love you. Uh, you are, you are the, pride, the joy of my life. But when a car hit, taps the brake lights three hundred feet in front of us, and my wife freaks out and yeah, oh oh oh, did you see them? Oh my god, it's the biggest! I, it's like we're gonna crash that instant.
0: What about you, Romeo? Wait, wait until Jet is learning to drive. Is my it bad? Is just don't even have her in the car. Just, just eliminate that right now. I'm telling you right now. The the list is long. Imagine Santa's list of the pet peeves that I have of my wife, <laughs> but no, she knows. I love her to death. Two biggest ones. For some reason, she says I snore at night, which I've never heard myself snore, so it must be a lie. Um, and she has this sort of jet engine app that she puts on her phone. And instead of having it just normal decibel levels, Jolie likes to put it up to where like the windows are vibrating. So that's number one. Number two, right about now, March, April, I don't know if it's a springtime allergy thing. She gets this cough where she, (coughs) and it happens like once every 15, 20 minutes. And she refuses to go to the doctor. And it happens from April until September. It's clockwork. And I go, just go to the doctor, man. No, you don't need to keep going with Hall's mentholictus lozenges for the next seven months. Just go to the doctor. So those would be my only two pet peeves of my wife. (laughs) Question number two. (laughs) absolutely those are good uh number two uh this comes from
1: frankie in billings montana frankie how are you thanks for coming and frankie says i am terrible with remembering names so i was wondering if you have any
0: tips on remembering people's names rubio what you got i'm the absolute worst but here's how i get away with it i create nicknames for everybody that's all I do is as soon as I figure out something that reminds me of them or they remind me of a certain situation I, I make nicknames I remember I, when I was teaching I had twin girls and their their last name was Hasurgian, okay Paige and Cheyenne how the hell did I remember that hey, was, I could not tell them apart and they said they weren't identical I think they were lying to me but I didn't care so I just named them the doctors and so cuz Hasergian H- that that just reminded of that and I, I I never would call one of them I would just say doctors come here because I can never remember which one it was. So they if whichever one I had a question with, they both came up. So I'm all about nicknames. Monahan, you? Man, I wish uh, this, this is going to be tough because I, I, I wish I had some good way. The main thing that
1: I try to do is just say their name repetitively when I first meet them. Like, oh, Billy, 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 Billy. Or, but for the most part, everyone's daddy. What's up, daddy? How you doing, daddy? What's good, daddy? The daddy plays. It gets a pop out of the crowd and everyone's happy and they feel like you know them well, when in reality, you can't remember their name. So you call them daddy.
0: That, that worked. You know, that worked last week when you said, hey, daddy, I moved to Min." Oh, you didn't call me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, daddy. <laughs> Yo, (laughs) What's the final email question, (laughs) Bonhan?
1: Last is from Tracy from Missouri. Shout out the show me state. Uh, Tracy asks, you both have kids and have seen what your wives have gone through. So I have to ask if you were able to give birth, would you? And the answer is no, because I'm a great big giant baby. I can never handle that. My wife (laughs) put on a superwoman cape when she did it. So I could not do it at all. Rubio,
0: Rubio, what about you? Uh, zero chance of that. And I've always said that if men had to give birth, there would be probably four kids on the planet and the rest would be just dogs. Um, if you've ever (laughs) seen a woman give birth, number one, it's incredible. Number two, it's frightening. Number three, they are not normally human beings. They are crazy because you know how they always compare it to like, okay, it's like a a guy's getting hit in the nuts. Monahan, if I kicked you in the nuts at any point in your life, would you come back and say, you know what? I want to do that again. (laughs) Okay. So that's number one. So that proves my theory of no, that's it. They're just crazy. It's crazy, strong people. Monhand, have I ever told you the story, Christian? I know we're over time, but this is a good story about when Jolie gave birth. No. Okay. So all hell's breaking loose. We're in the labor room and all that good stuff. And I'm a little pixelated, I think right now, but I still look good. Okay. And we're going and the nurses in there, if you've ever been to a labor room, the nurse does everything. I mean, they are wild at how much stuff they do and they either they're doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. Finally, it's, it's code red time. They're dilated to whatever the hell it is. And so they call the doctor. The doctor lady comes in, she puts on her catcher's mitt, does what she's got to do. Boom, Damon Dale rolls out. And I'm not joking. She's in there for, I would swear to God at the most five minutes. And I looked at her, and I looked at the nurse and we bonded a little bit, and I go, you did nothing. And she goes, what? And I go, seriously, you did nothing. Whatever you get paid for this, you should give it to her, the nurse. And the nurse was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying, this, this, what, what, what did I miss? Because like, you did nothing. And she, let's just say the nurse was very happy with me. The doctor was not very happy with me, but everything turned out well.
1: That's wild, man. I would agree. Uh, yeah, you sit there for like ever. Our our main person was supposed to come in there, comes in right at the end, like you said, throws the glove on, jet pops out. Uh,
0: the, the, the one nurse gets rained on, and, and uh, like that's it, shows yeah. over. It's like, so and one then, line, both of us said no to uh, who was that, Tracy, Missouri, Christian. We got a great two more segments coming. We got a fabulous interview with the gorgeous Ryan Newfeld, and also the bottom line segment. Christian, I'm out. Focus, focus up. I'm talking to you, nine lives in 34. Thanks for always keeping a smile on my face. Thanks to everyone else. Also, that's watching on Spotify, Amazon, Google, YouTube, Apple, and of course, ngbn.tv. If you have any email questions that you'd like to ask myself, Newfeld or Monahan, just email rubio at therubiomethod.com. We have a fantastic, gorgeous guest welcome ryan newfeld ryan is a former roommate of mine at ucla he obviously was a ucla bruin as you can see behind that that should be more prominent Newfield. he's a father to Bryn and will he's like, like i said a ucla bruin also played with the buffalo bills and the i think the dallas cowboys right newfeld just nod your head
2: yeah, yeah, yeah
0: and he's very, very involved in the Miracle League of Frisco, which we're going to talk a lot about. Newfeld, welcome, my man. I'm so happy to see you and have you on with us
2: today. Good to be here. Good to see you too, Rubio.
0: You can don't hold your excitement back, Newfeld. <laughs> I, I know you feel <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah, for yeah, right yeah. now you know me
2: you you know me and my temperament uh,
0: <laughs> I, I i know so the funny thing is i'm obviously a, kind of an outgoing person and yeah. Newfeld was my roommate for two years or one year i'm not exactly sure but it was it was a great time for him and uh it, we were known he's a very shy person and he would always just be sitting there humble you know just doesn't say anything very stoic as always the guys look like this since third grade um <laughs> And I would just sit next to him, put my hand on his thigh and just lean over on him. And I usually probably would shorts on, no shirt and just a bathrobe. And it would piss off Neufeld so, so much. Neufeld, did that really piss you off or did you enjoy it? Be honest with me.
2: Uh, no, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Neufeld,
0: what is your favorite line from the movie Tombstone?
2: Oh man, there are so many because I mean, I've, I must have seen that movie a thousand times, but there are so many lines. But probably like one of my favorites is um, uh, go ahead and skin it, skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Oh,
0: I don't remember that line.
2: It's when, the- uh, yeah, um, so Wider gets into it with. Um, uh,
0: I know which guy you're talking about. Yeah, uh,
2: Billy Bob Thornton's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that uh, my my two favorite Christian. You tell me if you agree. Law don't go around here, law dog. That little little oh, tiny guy. He's getting law don't go around here, law dog. And then of plan. course, everyone always says, "You tell mom coming, and hell's coming with me." Oh yeah, that,
2: that's that's a great one. That's, yes.
0: <laughs> Newfield number two. I got two more qu- quick questions for you. Was playing in Buffalo as cold as I imagine it was?
2: Yes. There, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I think it was in 2006 um, or 2005, I can't remember, but I mean, there's <laughs> any year, you could pick any year, and there's just many cold games. But there was one, we were playing the, um, the Broncos, and, We come out on the field and, you know, after like team introductions, we run out on the field and usually after we huddle on the 50 yard line at the beginning, um, you know, so, you know, some people kind of walk to the sidelines. Some people will kind of sprint to the far end zone and, um, just kind of hype up the, you know, the crowd or whatever. So I was one of those guys I'd sprint to the end zone. So I'm taking off. It's, it's in the teens. Um, the, the ground is just frozen. So I'm running, and I and cleats and ice don't really go together. So I tried to stop as I was getting to the wall where the fans are, and my feet just come right up from under me, and I slit I slide right into the wall. <laughs> this
0: is and this is before the game.
2: Before the game. Okay. Yes. Easy. And then i would have been
0: been there to pick you up and give you a hug oh my goodness and then actually um, i would not have been there i would have been inside warm doing something
2: and then later in the game i was on punt return and um i like got tripped up and went down my knee hit the ground the ground was frozen my knee hit the ground and i just popped my pcl
0: Okay, yeah. I'm out. There's anything below like 65, I'm I'm not doing it. Last question, Newfeld. Do you feel like your life has just gone downhill after we stopped being roommates in college?
2: Yes, no question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how that was literally 0. 0.2 second answer. And Christian, by the way, I'm your Huckleberry. That was a damn good one. I, I I'm a little upset I didn't think of that. Newfeld, first question for you. We're in April. This episode is going to air. I think May 3rd. Why is April a very important month to you and your family?
2: So April is autism awareness month and, uh, my son, his name is Will. He's 18 years old and he is on the spectrum. Um, uh, so it is a very, very important month for us. Um, and just, I mean, you know, we deal with it obviously every day, but, um, just kind of focus on the month for, uh, kind of spread awareness
0: okay so spread awareness to me what do i need to know what do i need to know about will and other people that are on the spectrum
2: so you can uh just looking at will you wouldn't you know think that that there might be an issue um but once you try to have a conversation with him you could tell right away that um you know he has some delays and and can't really have that back and forth conversation um and my my biggest thing i try to tell people is that um really look for uh, early signs. Um, it, you know, when if if you feel like in their development early on that there's some delays, get them eval- get your, your kid evaluated right away. Um, it, it's a big thing because early intervention is key. We got Will into services pretty early. Um, it was about, uh, I think a year and a half, he was already doing some speech therapy, occupational therapy. Um, Uh, physical therapy just so early intervention is key um for our kiddos and um uh he and they're just you know they're just like anyone else they you know want to be included they want to be involved um um, they want you know they want friends and stuff like that so um yeah just uh just yeah you know be patient uh with them and and realize they're not going to they're not going to always um do what do what you might ask them to do or Mm -hmm. stuff like that so um and just there's there's kind of different ways to you got to kind of figure out different ways to connect with these individuals um because you know a a lot of times just talking normally with someone um, uh, you know you kind of get those social cues off people uh, and uh, when you get those social cues kind of know how to uh, respond and react to people whereas they really don't know social cues and how to respond to certain things. So just kind of figuring out different ways to connect with them and, and being open-minded and, and just patient with them.
0: Okay. So now you talked about awareness as a parent. What about awareness for someone like me? So say I go to, da- you live in the Dallas area. I go out there, I'm coming in, I'm a loud and boisterous. What, what would, what would be my awareness to dealing with will? Like what would, what would work or what wouldn't work for people that don't know?
2: Uh, it, it, Because it's, autism is such a spectrum it ranges from from one child to another uh, Will is he's uh, he's he has his routine uh, mm-hmm. but for uh, I guess for someone that you know he's pretty good at, at I guess meeting new people and being around people uh, he would love me. And he, he, would, yeah, he'd think you you were funny. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, I, with Will, it wouldn't be really uh, an issue for someone like if you came up, you know, loud and boisterous. Okay. Yeah. Um, it just depends, and it just depends on the individual, really. Okay. Um, yeah. So, bottom here. line,
0: I would have no problem. A lesser person might have an issue, but you would have to deal with that. But with me, it's smooth sailing. <laughs> Will and I are homies. We we we've, we've yeah. got that.
2: He's, he's he's pretty flexible and and he's good. He's good around people. If he's, you know, if, if I'm with them or, or people that he's around people he knows he's pretty, he can be pretty relaxed.
0: Okay. You're very involved in the Miracle League of Frisco. Tell me what that is and how you got involved in it.
2: So Frisco Miracle League uh, is an organization that provides uh, sports for special needs kids. Uh, We do, uh, baseball, basketball, soccer, bowling, uh, football. Uh, those so those are the five main that are on the top of my head right now. Um, and uh, we got involved when I finished in Buffalo. We moved here, it was 2005, and I think it was like 2000, uh, no, I'm sorry, 2007, I was done in Buffalo when we moved back in, um, summer of 2008, is when we moved back here. And uh, we were just looking for something to get Will involved in. And we found out, found Frisco Miracle League, and they were only doing baseball at the time. So we got them involved in baseball, and we started out in the uh, buddy division. So each, each child has a buddy with them, uh, helping them throughout the game. and um, And that's, yeah, that's how we started in 2008. And then from then, just kept growing, adding more sports, and now he his four main sports. He does baseball, uh, football, bowling, and uh, soccer.
0: Yeah. Is this is this year round? Is it like a traveling uh, tournament, or what's happening here?
2: So, because so each sport has two seasons, which last six weeks. Each season oh. is six weeks, and there's two a two season a year. So he's pretty much year round doing uh, involved in a sport. Football starts. Football was supposed to start this last Sunday, but, uh, we had some rain. Um, Is the long snapper. <laughs> we, I'm sorry, Rubio, we don't have special teams. On. Christian
0: cut the, cut the interview.
2: <laughs> we have no long, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so football actually starts, uh, we'll start this coming Sunday.
0: Yeah. Okay. that That's gonna be pretty hard though. Cause I mean, there's a lot, I mean, are they, is it like a full game? Cause there's a lot of rules and
2: stuff uh it's very it's very basic it's so obviously flag we're not putting pads or not you know tackling <laughs> so it's flag and uh we have will's three a kid, though how was that
0: will's a big kid he can handle it
2: yeah well he could yeah but yeah, he, okay. i don't think he'd want to <laughs> <laughs> so we have three divisions we have the buddy division so uh i have four teams in the buddy division and they have buddies out there so it's uh it's like eight minute quarters yeah. um and it's really the coach is the is the full time quarterback and he'll just take turns giving the ball to to each kid. And um, so he'll he'll either hand the ball to the kid or he'll pass it to him. Some kids can catch. If not, he'll pass it to the buddy and the buddy will hand it to the kid and the kid will you know run or whatever. Um, and so it's continuous until they score. We don't have like four downs or whatever. Just keep playing till they score. Then we flip it. Then the other team gets it. And so it's just kind of real basic that way. Then we have an intermediate division, uh, which the kids, they have an understanding of the game, uh, but they don't need buddies. Um, so they still, they have challenges. Um, they have an understanding that coaches take a little more time with them. Um, and then those are like kind of your regular flag football rules. Um, okay. They have a certain amount of downs to get to midfield and then gotcha. a certain amount of downs to make a touchdown. Um, so, and then it's turnover on downs if they don't make it. Um, and then why
0: why, why do I, I just had a flashback. Haven't I seen you with pictures of Garth Brooks regarding this?
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was regarding this, but, um, we, we were involved in the Garth Brooks teammates for kids foundation.
0: Uh, Tell me about that.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we started, uh, I got involved with that when I was in Buffalo, my first year there, um uh Garth would have representatives go to each team and host a dinner tell about the found tell us about the foundation and they and then we can join uh, we could do like a yearly donation or um or a lot of times they would do they they would do all sports so you know we or you can donate you know I'll donate so much for every catch I get or donate so much for a touchdown or donate so much for a tackle um, one of, the hockey, one of the hockey players they had would donate so much for every fight he got in during the hockey game. Fantastic, <laughs> so, yeah, such a awesome move. Yeah, it's kind of like whatever you want to do, so it's all, and then, um, you, so once you're involved in the foundation, it's like, you know, one the, their slogan is like, once a teammate, always a teammate. So they, they would, he used to do concerts every year for, um, for anyone involved with teammates for kids. Um, but now when he does concerts like around the country, Uh, We have access to tickets um, and and we, you know, so usually I go whenever he comes to Dallas, I'll go to one of his concerts. But
0: I I have a theory that Garth Brooks, I've seen him like five or six times in concert and he's just not even a human. I I have a theory that he either either is on some experimental drugs that no one knows about or he's an alien because the guy performs, you know, three and a half hour shows every night, sometimes twice a day. Right and he's got like a dad bond. Like he's not in super great shape, <laughs> and the dude just crushes it for like seven hours a day. Yeah. So he's either an alien or he's on some super hyped up drugs that no one knows about. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Newfeld, you you we played together at UCLA. Mm-hmm. You were obviously phenomenal. Your long snapper yeah. then at that point, time was great as well.
2: Because you, we, well, you came up to me like you, it was my junior year. You, you know, you're 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 a senior, and you're like Newfeld. You You're snapping next year. Come with me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because the coaches came up to me like, you got to teach Newfield how to, uh, how to snap because it's going to, it's going to help him in the long run. Plus we need a backup slash. He's going to do it. So Newfield, tell me about your journey to the NFL. Cause did you go straight from college to the NFL?
2: I did. So I got picked up by the Cowboys after the draft. That was in 1999. So I went free agent. Um, and, uh, if you're a free agent, you're really not supposed to make the team. Uh, yeah. so, uh, they pretty much, they look at you as already being cut and you have to work your way up. So that's, and uh, you were, you were a tight end, uh, tight end, uh, special, mainly special teams and, and yeah. fullback. Full they actually, Pure athlete. they actually moved me to fullback, um, my, my rookie year. Um, and so, yeah, I just kinda, I went free agent. Uh, was on practice squad the first six games and activated the last 10 games, uh, and that was 99. And then in the offseason season 2000, I was working out at home and the coach called me and they are like, we're gonna send you to NFL Europe. And uh, so I'm like, oh, it, you know, at first I didn't want to, but you know, what are you gonna tell the coach? You know, you, yeah. you, know, you say, Okay, coach, looking forward to the opportunity, you know, but, and then, um, so went to NFL Europe. And uh, that was in 2000 and yeah, had a great time. Ended up play ended up winning the, the championship there. Where? It was at Dusseldorf uh, for the Rhine fire. Is that Germany? Yes, Germany.
0: How was their food? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, know, I, I know we could go for hours talking about football. You had some, I think it basically ended your career, some concussion issues. Okay. Uh.
2: Yeah, but that, I, mean, I would say that ended my career though. I mean, I, yeah, I, think, I think everyone that. had you know, concussions, but.
0: Yeah, back then. Was there any point where you were like, uh, my head just doesn't feel right? Or was it like doctors telling you?
2: Um, no, not really. After, uh, I, I don't think, I really didn't have, start having issues till kind of uh, like, Maybe five, six, seven years after.
0: Oh, that's not that yeah. bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had several concussions, but um, you know, you kinda like you know, you take a few days or whatever, and some sometimes you just kind of bounce right back and, and okay. you're in the I game. Gotcha, gotcha. You're, you're in the game next couple of plays. Sometimes it'll take a few days or whatever. Okay.
0: But you're functioning now and that's great. So recently within the past, I think two years, you've gone through kind of a, a hellish situation for a middle-aged dude. And so this shows about middle-aged men and all that stuff. You, you're go, you've gone through a divorce. We've talked about it before. And I, and I, I remember right after it happened, I kind of contacted you. How's it going? And then about after about a year, I think it was, I texted you or called you and I said, all right, what stage are you at? Because I always said, when well, you're going through divorce. Cause I, I went through divorce, uh, hundreds of other people, thousands of other people, I always said, there's the, there's the woe segment where you're like whoa okay then there's the seriously then there's the sad then there's the you get kind of pissed angry and then you come back to whoa i can't believe it then you go to damn it <laughs> then you go back to whoa and then you get to pick yourself up are you at I, I, my theory is that you're at the pick yourself up stage would that be correct
2: that, yes that that is correct
0: so, what advice would you give to other guys that are going through either the woe, seriously sad, angry woe, damn it whoa, or pick yourself up, straight uh, stage?
2: Oh man, it's just I, I think whenever there's you go through a, a you know kind of a life-altering situation like that, or um, I guess any type of uh, you know a crisis uh, mm-hmm. in your life, you, I think you got to give yourself some time to to process um and and not and but don't you know not too much time you know give yourself some time to process but then there comes a point in time where you just gotta like just get moving you know yeah you you can't don't don't sit and 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 just wallow in in despair and and not do anything at at some point you gotta kind of focus i love when when you start out your show with focus because you know you gotta focus on on what you want what you want what you know, where you wanna be, uh visualize where you wanna be, you know, in, in you know, next month, next year, whatever. And take steps, you know, move, take steps to to get to that point. Um and just, you know, just don't yeah, just don't sit still and then don't isolate yourself, you know. Just yeah. Surround yourself with with friends or um, you know, loved ones, people that uh are there to kinda of help you and listen and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, I think that's the big key is at some point, yeah, you can go through the whoa, seriously, sad, angry, whoa, damn it, whoa. But eventually you have to get through the stage and get up and just say, okay, man, I'm, I'm not the first one that's gone through this. I'm not gonna be the last one. Let's get our ass moving here, especially with someone as gorgeous as you. I mean, we really got to <laughs> <laughs> just keep it moving. Newfeld, where can people find out more about you if they wanna connect with you and the Mir- Frisco Miracle League?
2: Uh, the, the Frisco Miracle League website is uh, friscomiracle.org. Okay. And uh, me, I'm on uh, Instagram, uh, Ryan Newfeld eighty-eight, um, and I'm on Twitter. I don't, I don't really use Twitter that much. I'm more so on Instagram. But so yeah.
0: Newfield, this was fantastic. Christian just told me we went five minutes over and I, I could Oh, speak. we did. I, I have
2: so much more to talk about.
0: I, I know. We're gonna have to get you <laughs> back on another episode. Now that I finally got you loosened up, Daddy. <laughs> no, you you did great, man. This is exactly it was great to hear from you and obviously look at you. And I know you feel the same exact way looking back at me. Um, give your family a big hug for me. Uh, tell Will we're homies. Um, and I will talk to you soon, my man, Christian. I'm out.
1: What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I was just gonna drive home. Uh, Ah, ah, there are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text to emoji ratio? Oh man, the selfies. (laughs) Nailed it. We all have warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to
0: be your subconscious. Craig, come on, man, let's put a ride right home. Focus, focus up. I'm talking to you, Golub. Keep up the great work traveling around the country telling your fantastic story. And thank you to everyone who's watching on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, Google, and of course, NNN gbn.tv. We are here for the last segment, which is the bottom line. This is all the stuff you should have learned without even realizing you've learned it. Number one, women are super tough and super crazy. You talk to a woman today, talk to your mom, your wife, say, I love you. I can't believe you did that for me. You are an amazing human being. Number one, women are super tough and super crazy because they keep having kids and they're just insane. Number two, Take some time to stay connected with those near and far, Monahan. Now, just like when Monahan was talking about with his minute with Monahan, take some time. What did he say? Phone, text, call, you know, set up some visits, do what you got to do. Sometimes just reaching out to someone very, very quickly can really lift up their day. And number three, 99% of the time, you won't be the first to do it and you won't be the last. So keep your chin up. That's like when we're talking about Newfeld and going through his divorce. You got to go through those stages of grief and all and sorrow and sadness and depression, but don't wallow. That is where a lot of people have problems where they start to wallow in their own self-pity. You cannot allow yourself to do that. And like Newfeld says, you got to get up. You got to go to so find some people that love you and like you, want to hang out with you and just start taking some steps forward. Christian, that was a phenomenal episode. I'm very happy. Make sure if you have any questions, you can email rubio at therubiomethod.com. That's a wrap on episode 31. Christian. I'm out.